Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Your official station to talk Giants. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Keeping it going with your calls till 5 a.m. Been a lot of Yankees, a little Mets in there as we've reached the baseball offseason. It's amazing. Baseball dominates here. And I love it. I'm here for it. Baseball dominates. A little too early for the Knicks and the Rangers and Islanders, although we will get into that tomorrow show, I promise you, on at 2 a.m. coming off of the Knicks and Hornets game at the Garden Coming off of the Islanders and Rangers at UBS, right? That game is at, yeah, of course, it's at UBS because the Knicks are at the Garden. Um, and it'll be the only game, I believe, that will be played at UBS between the Rangers and Islanders this year. As the other two, if I'm not mistaken, will be at the Garden both before Christmas. So, you know that by now. Rangers coming off the loss last night at home to the Avalanche in overtime in a shootout, as a matter of fact. Um, but uh, and a good game, but the Rangers, you know, a little slow here the last few games, just seven games into the season, and what should be a promising season for both local hockey teams. But done mostly baseball so far tonight, a little bit of Giants and some Daniel Jones. We'll get into the Jets tomorrow as well as we look ahead to their biggest matchup in years. Jets hosting Bill Belichick, Zappy Jones, who the hell knows who's going to be quarterbacking for them, but the New England Patriots coming to town, and... This is finally a time where maybe the Jets and their fans can get some revenge on the New England Patriots. 877-337-6666. Ray is calling from Waterbury, uh, Waterbury, Connecticut. What's up, Ray? Hi, Sal. Great show as usual. Oh, thank you, Ray. How are you? <laughs> Good. Uh, I watched I watched you on SNY tonight, 
and and I read that uh, you know they're, they're Joe Sherman's pushing for the Yankees to go after Edwin Diaz. Now I think I think uh, John Heyman. Carl, I think it was. Was it John Heyman? Yeah. yeah. And by the uh, way, for the yeah. for the record, like. I, there's no news to it. I, what do I care about John Heyman's opinion? It's odd. Right. Like, we're making this a story. That's his opinion. Now, the Yankees right. could go out there and spend on anybody they want, but I don't care what John Heyman says. John Heyman, is he, he's supposed to be breaking news, right, and give us the info on it. So there's no right. info that says the Yankees are interested or the Yankees could get Diaz. It's just that they should get Edwin Diaz. Well, what do I care about his opinion? Right. I think I think Steve Cohn wouldn't go after Judge because it's a I think it's a gentleman's agreement that they don't go after their guys and they don't come after us. But I tell you what, if they start uh, negotiating with Diaz, he'll go f- uh, fast forward after Judge. So you poke the bear if he does, if they do poke the bear. Then, then he'll go. He'll go over and he'll get Judge. He'll just blow him out of the water. Well, here's the thing. Do that. I, I don't truly believe there's a gentleman's agreement. I don't think mm. the Yankees are going to try to swoop in and steal Diaz mm. away from mm. the Mets. I think what's happening is let's just focus on Judge for a second. What's happening is Steve Cohen and the Mets are smart enough to know that they are going to be used in order to drive up a price. And they don't realistically believe that Aaron Judge would ever leave the Yankees to be a Met. So if I believe that as an owner, I'm you know I, I obviously I'm not the owner of the team, but if I'm Steve Cohen and I believe that to be the case, why then would I even inquire? Now I don't know the inner workings the way that they do, but I'm just telling you that that's why it's not. Oh, they're the Yankees. Let's play nice. It's more so that he's never leaving the Yankees not to come to the Mets, so why bother if they're just using us to jack up the price because we're not going to be used to do so. I think that's what would be going on with the Judge and the Mets situation. Yeah, that's probably true, Sal. That was a good point. The thing is, you know what? I wasn't going to do it before, but if Otani's available, I give up. You're you're killing two birds with one stone, and and you're getting a slugger and a, and a, a number two pitcher. So you'd give you know up? I you, give up the prospects, right? Alvarez and, and, and Beatty, or just one or the other? I give up both of them. Yeah, I, I because you got it. You, you, your number one draft choice was a catcher, also a good hitting catcher. I do it. Yeah, because 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 you and I like the ground walk. I hate the idea of giving up both Beatty and Alvarez. But the old saying goes, you have to give to get, and I want Otani. I want Otani bad. I would love to do right. it. Now, remember, you know, it's only one year of control. So if this trade is happening before the season, it's one year of control. If it's happening at the trade deadline, it's even less, and then it becomes a rental. So what is really the package going to get? I don't know what the best offer will be, but mm-hmm. to get him, you're going to have to beat the best offer, and I would think it is going to be a significant price. But... You'd have to factor in, I mean, maybe it's the Mets and Yankees competing for it because it would only be teams that have the prospects and have the resources to be able to extend him long-term. I mean, I guess maybe you could make an argument for the Astros, although why would the Angels trade him there? You could make a case maybe for the Dodgers, right? I mean, I'm sure there are other teams who have the farm system and maybe would want to pay Otani, but, uh, I mean, you're taking a chance. And it's got to be a spot where Otani wants to play. 
Right. And, and it, it would, to beat the other offers, it would have to be Alvarez included and Beatty. You know, that's what I would think. Well, I don't know. Then, I mean, what if Otani says, I only want to go to New York? Well, then it's a different story, you know? Right. But, well, then, but, but, then you say, all right, well, here's uh, David Peterson, and thank you. <laughs> we'll take him. Right, right. Here's, here's David and, Peterson and, you know, 50 million bucks. See you later. Right. The thing is, the thing is, uh, he would come here because, and the thing is, uh, even though it's one year, you know, Stevie will pay him. So, so once they get him, you know, he's not leaving. Well, they'll, that's they'll just pony up. That's the point. If the the unknown now it would be tempting and thank you for the call and for the kind words Ray we appreciate you checking in it would be tempting to just wait till free agency why go all in why give up Alvarez and Beatty when you could have Alvarez Beatty and Shohei Otani if you wait till the end of next year but then there becomes the unknown will he want to play for the Mets what if the Yankees make that trade I think wherever he gets traded. It's clearly more likely a team is not, especially if it's before the year, a team is not going to give up all their top prospects or two or three or four of their top prospects to get Shohei Otani for a one-year rental or just one year. It's fascinating. But the keys to the offseason may be in the Angels' hands. What if they make Mike Trout available all of a sudden? The Angels have two superstar players and a team that is clearly in no man's land. Rebuilding. Can they trade those guys and get a boatload of young players back and try to build it the right way this time? Will they want to keep Trout? Will they want to keep Otani? Dealing with the ownership change as well there with the sale. I mean... I, I don't know, but if he becomes available, and there's, of course, speculation, we've heard the rumblings and rumors, then I think if you're the Mets or the Yankees, you got to be able to go all in and try to get him here. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Good morning, Stewart. Uh, you're kidding me. What, what was that all about yesterday? Huh? What? Mike told me about what happened with them dummies keeping those two jerks. Oh, yeah, you didn't hear about it? No, I did not. Yeah, that's the I news of the morning, Stewart, while you were sleeping. Uh, in case you missed it, it sounds like... It's expected that Boone and Cashman will both be back. I think we ought to burn the whole thing down and get rid of both of them. Well, it's not happening. I know it's not happening. Do you know how, on a scale of 1 to 10, what do you think my rage level is now? 26. <laughs> Infinite. Yeah, yeah. Gone. Are you, they got up the weather. What are they looking at? What in God's world are they looking at, Sal? What are they looking at? Are they, are they absolutely ignorant? I think ignorance is a, a word that could be involved with how and uh, Randall Levine. Oh, we didn't make the world so You idiot. You got you to gotta get different voices in there. You got to get two different voices because it's not working. Well, I mean, and, they're going to try it again next year, Stuart. They'll try to we're gonna, yeah. Guess what? Then we have to just reconsider everything around it. You know, there, I, is, something, really, there is something you could do. Yeah, I know what you're going to say, and you know, and you know what I'm going to say. Well, right? you, you've done it once before. You no. won, Stuart. You 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 once before. <laughs> no, I twice. You were rooting Wait, well, twice. twice before. Okay, twice before, right. so even more so. No, so fifty-seven and sixty-two. I was five years old and started rooting for the Yankees. And then you left, 
and went. And I left and went to the Mets. To number 41 in the franchise. You I went to the Mets. The Mets because and the wrong people took over. Well, those people it aren't here anymore. Day. If it would have been double day, I would never. Though the Mets, the team. Mets' former owners are not here. They're the former owners. I said if they double The they door is open for you, Stuart, to make and a return. The open if I get something I'm else. coming home. The door is wide open. It's wide now, open for you. Now, you know what that is, right? What? You know. What? Being a Mets now, fan? You know what I want. I know what you want. That's not going to happen. Stewart, of course, getting frisky, as Steve Summers used to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking of Nicole and Ron Kagama. No, I listen, Sal. I want to be her friend. All right. <clears throat> Nothing else. You, I think you are friends or whatever. So does that mean you come to the Mets? Is this an official announcement? You're back? Now we have to see how the season goes. Well, what do you I mean? You're, I... you're sick and disgusted <laughs> with the Yankees organization. I Brian am... Cashman, Aaron Boone are back. Why wouldn't you go home and return to the team that built a statue of 41 outside their ballpark? This is the time, Stuart. You left You left because of ownership. They now have the richest owner in the sport in Steve Cohen. They have honored 41, your childhood hero. You saw the statue. They are a team that is on the rise. Yeah, and they... Oh, look, Sal, let's say this much. I have... Look, I, I'm very angry with, this, with the Yankees. Even more reason you're angry. Leave, Stuart. Leave. Sal, what's this, an inducement here? I'm just laying out the facts here for you. You're laying out the groundwork, right? Yeah, there you go. Laying out the groundwork. Ah, look, Sal. Well, look, if you didn't fluctuate so many times before, I wouldn't have even offered. But I know that you were Yankee, mad Yankee. Sal, I went to the Mets because of Casey Stengel. All right, and now you're going to leave the Yankees because of Cashman and Boone. Or, or you could stick with the Yankees (laughs) and root for losers. Uh, losers? Oh, I mean, they're the lovable loser Yankees. They're not the Yankees that I grew up hating that won all the time. These Yankees okay, haven't been to I, a World Series since 2009. Yeah, and uh, they won that World Series, right? In 2009, they did. And the Mets won in 86. A when long I was part time of it. ago, yeah. When long. I was part of it. Right. I was there. I was there every night with my my black car, sitting outside the stadium, waiting for a client to come out to take him home to the Yonkers, or uh, uh, Orange County. I'm inviting or Long you Island, back, Stuart. Or, or, or Lake Ronkonkoma, or Brentwood, or wherever. I'm inviting you back, Stuart. You haven't invited me back. Can we wait till the season? All right. So here's the question. Now let's get back to the Yankees. Let's be serious here for a second. Right. So now that you know Cashman and Boone are coming back. Is there anything that they could do that would make you feel better in believing in them or the organization? Yeah, sign judge. And that's it? No, sign judge and get rid of Donaldson, kind of the left, Aaron Hicks, and all the other not garbage that's on this team, which is Frankie Montas. Please go home. Oh, you got news for you. I'm not impressed with you, son. Montas is going to be here. Yeah, Donald, I know. Donaldson's yeah. likely going to be here. I can't imagine they're going to cut bait with him. What I about, think they should cut bait with him. Yeah, I know, but he's, he's making knows. he's making over but twenty million knows. next year. Approach was terrible. I'm not long tangle, that. long tangle, long tangle. Please, let's make some contact and play a little bit of small ball, just a little bit. But the two guys that could have played small ball was Ben Attendee on the Mayhem. So you want to you want the Yankees to sign Ben Attendee? 
Yeah, I would like to see Benintendi play with the Yankees. I'd like to see Lemay, well, Lemay who's still here. I'd like to see them get rid of kind of Falefa, Donaldson, Aaron Hicks. Okay. Let's so go with Peraza at shortstop. So bring Judge back, remove Connor Falefa and Donaldson, and you'd be okay. And Hicks. Get rid of Aaron Hicks, yeah. please. Okay, and then you're back. You're good to go. And I want, I, of course, I want some. I, I want some other pieces. Who do I want? Oh, I mean, I, I'm asking you. I want, well, like you said, Otani. Okay. Let's, let's play. Let's play. Let's play with the big boys. There you go, Stuart. Now they you're talking. Play with the big boys. These are the Yankees that I remember. The, that's the Yankees that I remember now. You want to do? You hated them. But, I hated you know. those Yankees. That's right. Every year they got the players that I always wanted. Thank you for the call, Stuart. That was a good one. Appreciate you checking in, as always. Every year, you knew the best player on the market via trade, via free agency, they were going to the Yankees. Maybe the best players. That's why people hate the Yankees. That's why I grew up hating them, because you're jealous of them. Because they win all the time and they get all the best players. That's why people hate the Yankees. It has nothing to do with the uniforms or anything else or where they play. It's just because they were the gold standard. They were the best. Going out there, getting the best of the best. The gold standard. They've since become the bronze bombers. Carlos Correa, Corey Seager, Kiner Falefa. Josh Donaldson. I'm not going to knock Rizzo because I like him. I thought he did a good job, but Freeman, Olsen, Rizzo. And that's just this year. This goes back to 2018, 2019. Harper, Machado, Stanton. What's in store this year? What's going to change? Otani, that's a gold standard move. Did the Yanks have it in them? And obviously they need to keep their own in Aaron Judge. How are the Yankees, who have been reluctant to overspend to the level that they used to? Remember, the Yankees still have a high payroll. They still do spend. But they used to blow everybody out of the water. That's not the case anymore. By a long shot, that's not the case anymore. They did not have the highest payroll. How are the Yankees who have acted responsibly, who haven't prioritized winning at all costs, how are they going to give Judge well over $300 million and then go make the proper adjustments to get this ball club to the level it needs to be at. I mean, we could talk about it. They could write about it in the papers. Yankees need to spend big and do this and that, which they do. What would make you believe that they're going to do that? Unless you see a total change in course in ownership to the way that it used to be when daddy was running the team. You know, obviously Hal's father, Mr. Steinbrenner, when he was running the team, Unless it's a total change of course until that, how could you how do you think they're gonna get any better? 
I don't have faith that they're going to do that. You do. Dave is calling from Westchester. So what's up, Dave? Uh, Sal, uh, I wanted to uh, give you my take on uh, the chances of the Mets getting uh, Aaron Judge and uh, and the business uh, points relating to the business of baseball, two points as they relate to uh, Stephen Cohn and what uh-huh. he can bid for him. And, you know, baseball is different from other businesses in, in that um, you don't want to drive your competition out of business because the better the other teams do, the better you do, the more fans there are, et cetera. And the second point is that um, you're not really competing for customers like other businesses because people are um, putting Stewart aside. But, you know, people are either Yankee fans or Mets fans, even in cities with two teams like New York. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of back and forth in uh, in fandom. So, and, you know, when Steve Cohen bought the Mets, I think that with the other owners, there were some owners against it, but you have, what owners are worried about is that some guy is going to come in and drive up their labor costs because labor costs are their biz, biggest expense, and they don't want someone coming in who's just going to jack everything, you know, up off the board. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you. I don't think that there's a, you know, a gentleman's agreement that he won't go after judge, but I think that. You know, somehow it was communicated when he bought the team that, you know, he wasn't going to go out and and bid like $50 million more than anyone else to get a player. But he's also not stupid. I I mean, why would he just go out there and and do that? That would make no sense when you, if you're paying way over the top for a player, you're going to pay, you could pay more than whatever the next guy pays, but you're going to, you're going to pay market value. Yeah, right. Or a little bit, or a little bit more. Sure. So then the question is, the only way the only way I could see Judge going to the Mets is you know, he's a really class act, and throughout this year he, the Yankees really screwed with him at the beginning of the year. They lowballed him, and then maybe even worse than that in the in the arbitration where I you know I think he you know he was asking for I don't know what twenty million or and they had he had a set of, they, instead of giving him what they were well, was like wanted, two million bucks or something right the difference yeah they were they were noodling over a million two million bucks. So I, the only, I think that it's possible. I, of course, I have no information, inside information. The judge may actually be really pissed off at the Yankees, and it, be, you know, I mean, I would if I were him, looking back on how they treated him. I don't know. And, I don't know if that's the case, but he's done a good job of hiding that. If it is, I, I mean, come on, anybody who's paid attention and used some common sense, you feel like Judge does not want to leave the Yankees, and he certainly does not want to leave the Yankees to become a Met. Which brings you back to the Steve Cohen point. If Cohen feels that way, and that's the talk or that's the feel inside the game, the Mets aren't going to be used to drive up the price on the Yankees. They're just not going to, or on anybody for that matter. But in this case, the Yankees, they're not going to be used to just go make Aaron Judge money. If he wants to come there and he's serious, then you know, then that's a different story. But it's hard to tell that with the player. But using common sense, it would feel like even though Judge is probably hurt and ticked off by the way the Yankees have handled things, I still think ultimately he wants to be back with the Yankees. Well, if that's the case, then he's he's probably going to end up back with the Yankees, although he is a California, you know, guy, and if, if he would have to want to, you know, explore other things and other teams. The Yankees would have to be so cheap that other teams, you know, outbid at some point by, by five, 10, 15 million. That's a lot of money. Well, right. So, so I feel like the Yankees are not going to have the highest offer. Now, I don't know who will. Maybe it's the Giants. Maybe it's the Dodgers. I don't know. 
But I feel like somebody, as there was a report yesterday that said the Dodgers are going to be in on it, and if they are in on Judge, and if they got him, they would move Mookie Betts to second base. If the Dodgers offer Judge $375 million and the Yankees are stuck on 320 or 325 and that's their max, what's Judge going to do? Is $50 million worth it to leave? Or is he going to stay a Yankee? I mean, I think that's what you're going to see. You will see that. If I had one prediction, it would be that somebody else is going to offer Judge more money than the Yankees, and he's going to have to make a choice whether he wants the most money or whether he wants to have that Yankee legacy and remain a Yankee for the rest of his career. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's fair. I agree. I mean, if I were to handicap it, I'd give it about an 80% chance of him coming back to the Yankees and just 10% chance of him going to California and about a 5% chance of him going to the Mets. I don't think it's impossible, but he would have to be really ticked off. And you're right, he hasn't given any indication that he is, but I think he's a class act, but you don't really know what he's thinking. Excellent call, Dave. I appreciate checking in. He'd have to be really ticked off, and the Mets would have to significantly overpay. He will not go to the Mets for anything less than $50 million more, at least, and maybe even more than that. You know, if the Mets offered him three seventy five and the Yankees offered him three twenty five, he cannot take the Mets. I mean, the Mets would probably have to go up to four hundred million. I truly, though, get the feeling that it's not realistic. And look, who knows? We nobody expected the Mets to go get Max Scherzer last year. Maybe it is possible, but I'm just not getting that feel. We haven't heard anything about it where you you could guess San Francisco. You heard now the Dodgers. The Mets are, you know, wrapped up in their own. What I heard or am hearing is that the Mets feel like it could be a situation that they've been in so many times before where they could be potentially being used. That's my feeling on it, based off of just conversations that I've had with multiple people on it. What does that mean? Absolutely nothing. 877-337. I didn't break yet, right, Fleas? I got to break here. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. Can you beat Vegas this football season? Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. No fancy computer algorithms. No guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at Superbook Sports in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds, boosts, and promo bets anywhere. So download the Superbook Sports app or visit Superbook.com and start your battle against Vegas Right now, visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877-337-6666. Jimmy is calling from Jersey City. Jimmy? Salvatore, how are you, buddy? Jimmy, good morning. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Hey, Sal, the the Pope, you think he would ever leave the Vatican to ever go work in a church in Queens? Oh, man. No. Hey, if they paid him enough money, maybe. 
Nah, all the Yankees. I mean, I told, I told you yesterday. I think he's probably they could get rid of him. But if he does, did stay, he would never lead to all those Yankee ghosts. The greatest ball players that ever played major base played for the half of them played for the Yankees. Well, he would never do that. If he does want to get back to a World Series, I mean, the Mets have been to a World Series more recently than the Yankees have. Yeah, but they but they keep losing when they get there. Well, maybe if they had judged, they'd win. Maybe, but you know, if he had kid when when he does have kids, you know. I think he wanted to tell those kids I played. I played in Yankee Stadium with all these. Go look at this uh, dictionary of uh, go on the computer, see all these greats that played there. Instead of saying, "Not only just City Field or San well, Fran," we'll find he wants out. To say, we'll find hey, out. And money. Hey, out. Real yeah. hey, quick, right? The Mets won 101 games this year, right? They had a lot of players on the team that had career years this year. A lot of them, including mm-hmm. the relief pitcher. Now the Yankees, right? We had we had Hicks, we had Gallo, we had Donaldson, we had Higashioka. We had Trevino, was pretty good in the first half. IKF, uh, when Mike King went down, then the rest of the bullpen went down, then Carpenter went down. They still managed to win 99 games. Well, Aaron that, Judge, that, that, Aaron that, Judge that, had a career year. You're leaving yeah, that, that, that out. That was, that was just, that was just, that was just, that was just trying to tell you, just and one guy won, on the team they won had the a majority, great year. They won the majority of their games in the first half of the year where Trevino well, that's what I'm was trying to say Just imagine, yeah, yeah good, but remember, when Mike King went down, that whole team went down. Then nah, Carpenter went no, down. Then the bullpen Car- went down. Carpenter was never that good. Trevino was over. Oh, Carpenter was a stud. Oh, yeah, Come he, he had 15 homers and 101 at bats. Yeah. Don't know. He looked real good in the, in the postseason when he came back healthy, Carpenter. Sal, Sal, I can say that about Aaron Judge. He hit his first 10 at bats. He struck out 8 out of 10. Right. The he played all is, year long. The difference you know, is Aaron you know, Judge. You know, Carpenter came off the injury list, so he had an excuse. Judge, just saw our star player, didn't have an the, excuse. The difference is Aaron Judge is in the prime of his career. Matt Carpenter was a guy that got off the scrap heap that overachieved for a couple of They're still going to sign him this year. He's still going to be on the Yankees this so, year. So let me, just, let me just hear what your point is. Is your point is that the Yankees were better than the Mets? No, I'm saying that. Well, well we were. Well, you know that. We, we split the season series, right, Sam? All right. So then how are the Yankees <laughs> better? No, I'm, I'm just saying, compared to all that went on in the Yankees, they still won 99 games. Being I know everyone don't like Boone, but he still they still he still won ninety nine games. Okay, so you want him, you're happy with Cashman and Boone being back? Uh, Sal, like I said, you get a few. They're just missing a couple of pieces. You know, you get a healthy Benatendi plays all year long. You got you got a leader. They need a leadoff hitter. They need a shortstop and a catcher. Right there, you saw your problem to solve. Yeah, your pitching lead- your pitching staff is fine. Your relief's going to come back stronger than ever. So you're still set up there, built there. So you don't have to worry about that. So and then, like, like, so as I said, go get Contreras yes. for a catcher if you want. He's 31 years old. Go get yourself a shortstop. I'm going to be coming up or not. And get yourself a third baseman or whatever. Then you'll be good. Like I said, if they get Benatelli to be the leadoff hitter, they, they, that's all they need. They don't need nothing. And if Otani was to come to New York, he would be a go-to Yankees. Because as the Yankees, what we had, we had Matsui and we had Tanaka, who would, who would talk to him with the Mets. Uh, or the Dodgers, they don't have no one who's going to tell them to stay there. So what? The the, the Mets would pay him more. Yeah, but we'll tell. Again, the Vatican or, or the Queens. Mets are, the Mets are the team. They have the richer owner. So the Mets will go out there and use the and make the power move. Sal, the, Sal, the Seahawks have the richest owner in football. What they, what's that getting them? It's different. There's a salary cap. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, but it's not getting them anywhere. And by, Sal, by the way, before you hang up on me. Well, right, I'm, not, I'm not going to hang up on you. By the way, Otani, the, remember the Yankees wanted them the first yeah, that, that, was, that was in the beginning of right. his career. He didn't know anything. And that was when the Mets weren't, weren't in action. Now the Mets are in action. Yeah, but you got to remember also, he knows that he knows that you're not going to have DeGrom. 
your pitcher's going to take a hit. I don't think he cares guys. about that. First of all, they, right now, nobody has a say in the matter. It's a matter of the prospects who would be willing to give up and what package the Angels would want back if he gets traded. But assuming it's free agency, put it this way. If Otani hits free agency, I would be stunned if he's not a New York Met. I'd say, yeah, I'd say, oh, I wasn't my mind. I'd be on the Yankees like the Mets, but... He, like might, that, like he, might, he might want like the Yankee history. Why, why, Maybe like he does want the Yankee history, but if he wants more money, it's going to be with the Mets. Like you said before, right? What the Mets? You don't want DeGrom back. There's no way you want him back, right? You can't. Why, what's he going to get you? 10 wins a year? I mean, between him and Scherzer, what are they going to get you? Like 15 to 20 wins for $90 million? You don't need that. You go out and go, like you said, try and go get a tie. Try and go get some other stud. Like you said, you need a couple of uh, hitters in the lineup. Yeah, so, think- before, before you hang up, real quick. Go ahead. You're not giving my man Tua any love, Sal. 4-0 with the Stars this year. Well, I mean, look, Tua, and it's good to see him back healthy, Jimmy. Right now, the Dolphins are not at the forefront of my mind. We will get into that, though. I mean, the Dolphins, when they play the Jets, and I know Tua wasn't there, they got waxed, and thank you for the call. We'll get into that as the season goes on. Right now, here, it's about the Jets and the Giants. So anything that happens with the Dolphins is not really relevant at this particular point. When we talk around the football or, or go around the NFL and, and go over football, whatever, go around the league, sure. And Tua has been, I told you, Tua has been great. We said it weeks ago. Where, I mean, he's proving all the doubters wrong. It's good. I'm just happy he's back healthy. I think it's great for him, great for Miami, and good for the sport. Miami's one of those teams, you look at the AFC, they have a chance to be a three seed, or I shouldn't say that because they're likely not going to win the division with Buffalo, but they have the chance to be a top wild card team in the AFC and legitimately could be the third best team. That's what I meant initially, where you can make an argument for Miami behind Kansas City and Buffalo or beyond Buffalo and then Kansas City in that order. Buffalo... Remember last year I did the unofficial power rankings? Maybe I'll get back to that at some point. But Buffalo, Kansas City are clearly atop the AFC. Who's next? I'm not putting anybody from the south there. I'm not putting anybody behind the Chiefs in the west there. Maybe Baltimore. Maybe Cincinnati. Cincinnati started slow, but Burrow now looking like he's clicking. And... I'm not putting the Jets there yet. I need to see them actually throw the football. I think you could make a legitimate case right now. Miami's the third best team in the AFC. You got to keep Tua healthy. Maury is calling from Belmore. What's up, Maury? What's up, Sal? Uh, since you're talking about football, I can't believe both teams uh, are actually have winning seasons right now. I just don't understand it. I, I'll just enjoy it while it's here, but... Back to the Yankees. I hear nothing but excuses after excuse. Oh, this guy got hurt. This guy. When we went into the beginning of the season and we got rid of Sanchez and we got uh, third baseman and we made some changes, I had no expectations. And then he went. They were on fire for the beginning of the year. I need. I need one of these two guys to go. I think if Cashman stays, which it sounds like he is, there'll be no changes and he'll continue to manage Boone like a puppet. Or we get rid of Boone and have somebody with a voice in the dugout. I don't think anything's going to change. I say sign judge, get some pitching. But, you know, again, I, I thought this was going to be the last year for these guys. But apparently, uh, I feel like Simon is not going to make the change. And uh, either that or sell the team at some point. But this is not fun being a Yankee fan these days. Yeah, I feel like a Mets fan. I, yeah, exactly. I think you nailed it. Think about what you just said. It's right? not fun. Sell it. the team. That's what Mets fans yeah. used to say all the time. 
It's it's different. The Yankees have regressed from what they once were, going to get the everybody. Not, the, the juggernaut, the, the the person that always would pay the most for the for the free agent. The Dodgers have taken that position as that as that as the owners. The that, evil that, empire. The the, we're not. We're not. The, the Dodgers not are. Team. There's no fire in our belly. Yeah, there's no fire in the Yankees' belly anymore. It's gone. The Steinbrenners no longer have that. Cohen had that, and he's got cash. That's the difference. I don't know. I don't. I'm no. not going to give up. You could have Stewart. I'll give you Stewart. I'll trade you Stewart for a box of balls. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to need a little bit more but of that. Enjoy the call. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you, Maury. I appreciate. I think. I think you nailed it, Maury. That's the sentiment. See, if you don't see that, you're not paying attention. And it's not a ha-ha Mets versus Yankees thing. Everybody knows the Yankees have been the greatest team in Major League Baseball's history. We all know that. But we also know now history has nothing to do with it. It's different now. Where it started to change was when the Yankees did not go all in every year at all costs. That was an eye-opener. For me personally, it was not signing Machado. I forget what the deal was with Bryce Harper. I don't know if I wanted Machado more or if it was just that the Yankees said they weren't in on Harper or the stuff that we were hearing at the time was that they loved Machado. Machado wanted to be a Yankee. I was 1,000% certain that the Yankees were signing Manny Machado. And then it didn't happen. I was like, huh, that's interesting. Since one of the Yankees not gone out and got the top free agent, a superstar player, when he becomes available. And it's been other moves then since then. Oh, hey, maybe they should do this. Nah, can't do that. Oh, all right, maybe they should do this. Nah, can't do that. And then there was no more telling sign to me than last year or this, you know, this past offseason when the Yankees Said it flat out. We need to get stronger up the middle. They desperately needed a shortstop. And instead of going to get one of the top guys on the market that they just had to pay for, they went and traded for a guy who's not even a shortstop in Connor Falefa. That was the, huh, these are not the same Yankees that I remember. Now, couple that with Steve Cohen buying the Mets after years and years and years of callers begging and pleading for the owners to sell because the Mets were not in remotely even close on any of the big-name targets, whether it be via trade or free agency. And then as soon as Cohen takes over, they go make a big splash with Lindor. Then last year, they go out there out of nowhere where nobody was taking them seriously. They go out there and sign Max Scherzer, amongst others. Stalling Marte, and you know the names by now. But you, you, you clearly see this is not opinion. This is facts and pattern. What has happened? Now, it could change with the Yankees at any moment. Maybe they do go all in this year and say, you know what? Screw it. All right, we'll bring Cashman and Boone back, but we're going to go out there and we're going to spend. We want this guy, this guy, and this guy, whatever it may be. Or it continues the same, which has been the pattern. With the Mets, you expect now that they're going to be big-time players instead of, oh, no, they're going to lose DeGrom. Now it's, do they want DeGrom or not? Because it's not like they're going to lose him. 
It's just a matter of if they want to pay what he thinks he's worth. Because they have the money to get anybody now. Things done changed. It's bizarro baseball world in New York. 877-337-6666. Well, the Mets have become the haves and the Yankees have become the the bronze bombers. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Got it back on the fan. 877-337-6666. Going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Your calls until then. Really been a little bit of everything. We've done plenty of Yankees. Obviously, with the latest, the expectation is that Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone will both be back. Oh, yay. Run it back. Do it again. What's the definition of insanity again? The New York Yankees. Let's expect different results. I'm so brainwashed that even as I sit here and say, oh, the Yankees bringing back Cashman and Boone, what's going to change? I still believe any year could be their year. But they just keep doing the same thing, and it hasn't been their year since 2009. Plus, they haven't operated the way that the old Yankees used to. So I actually need to see it to believe it. But in my mind, they're, they're, they're still always in the playoffs. They still always win around 100 games. It's not like they're a bad team, but are they going to be able to get to that next level? And maybe more so, more important than are they good, are they bad? They're nowhere near the Astros good. That's the biggest problem. How do they, you don't just compare them to the Blue Jays or the Rays or the Red Sox, who you would expect to be a little bit better. You compare them to where they stack up against the best, and they're nowhere near where the Astros are at. But maybe they say, okay, we'll keep these guys, Boone and Cashman, and go out there and actually spend, you know, the way that we used to. What do we need? Let's go get it. 877-337-6666. Danny is in Ozone Park. What's up, Danny? Hey, Sal. How you doing, buddy? How are you, Danny? Good. I'm I'm still I'm laughing at Jimmy from Jersey City. When he, calls. He, he says uh, the Yankees are right there. It's, you know, we got the starting pitches. All we need is a shortstop, third baseman, catcher, center fielder. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's the field. Right. right. Oh, is that all? But, yeah. 
yeah, that's it. And, you know, and then we're good. Then we're good. We got it. Um, you know, <laughs> such a disappointing season with this Mets. You know, I'm, I'm still sick over it. And now I'm thinking that if the Phillies, if they actually go and win this World Series, right? Mm-hmm. That means three out of the last four years, you got the Nationals, Braves, and Phillies winning the World Series. Yep. So the only good part there is that maybe Cohen is like, you know what, I- I'm not having this no more. You know what, I can't watch all the teams in the Division Two point in the World Series and we're not doing nothing. So that's the only plus. And I do, I would love for them to go out and get Otani and Trey Turner. I, you know, if they could somehow get both of them, that, that would be my goal. It would take their no. lineup to the next level. Now, I know that it sounds maybe a bit unrealistic. It should not be. You could get, right. you could, if, look, if Otani's available and you decide you want to trade Beatty and Francisco Alvarez, and by the way, you know, look, money's a major factor here, and the Mets have talked about not wanting to trade the prospects for obvious reasons, because you have guys that you could plug in and play, you have them under team control, they're cheap for years to come, usually you have that, and then you complement it with free agency. However, let's just say that you had to trade either Beatty or Alvarez for Otani, you could sign Trey Turner to replace Beatty, for example, and you'd have Otani to replace Alvarez as far as the DH goes. I mean, there are ways to do it. It's unrealistic, maybe, because of the finances that it would eventually take for Otani on top of what they spend already. But I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go all in, that would be all in. I obviously you'd let Degrom go in that scenario, maybe even Brandon Nimmo. But I'd be fine with that. If you could get Otani and Trey Turner, that changes their lineup. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care if they let Nemo go. That's number one. The Grom, obviously, you know, I guess it all depends on what he's looking for. You know what I mean? That's the only way. I mean, like you said before, you can't go out and pay this guy a boatload of money because he's never there. He's never on the field. All right, so, so let's say that you could get him for three years, $50 million a year. Oh, I mean, that, I would love to say yes because it's only three years, but I mean, Hey, listen, I'm going to say yes. It's not my money. What do I Yeah, well, but then by that case, then why wouldn't you just go five years for $45 million? I mean, he right. he might want – see, if I'm DeGrom, this is my last – for me, if I'm him, I'm saying this is the time for me to cash in. So I want a five- or six-year deal at $45 million a year. That's what I'm looking at. And if I'm the Mets, I'm saying good luck with all that. But that's what DeGrom right. is – that's what he's basically looking at. I think somebody will give him – Three years at that number, I don't think he's getting 250. That might be the magic number, let's say. Four years times, uh, what did I say before, 45? No, wait. Five years times 45? Yeah. He's probably looking at five years. Yeah, right. So around that. That's that's basically what you – I I bet that's going to be his framework. Now, will the Braves, will the Dodgers or somebody else all from that – who knows? I have a hard time thinking the Mets are going to give him that. I, I mean, most cases, you're right, because they've had him for this many years. They know his track record. You know, you will get that other team to blow him out with a deal. But, I, I mean, it's, I'd hate to see him go because, you know what, I do want that player that's played their whole career with us. And But, you know what, it is what it is. I mean, 
Look, if this were, it, it is also a recency bias, though, Danny. If this was after 2019, you'd say no problem. Give him seven years, $50 million a year. I mean, seriously, that would have been the conversation if Steve Cohen was in play and a free agent after that. Seven years times $50 million a year. You're talking about a $300, $350 million player. And now, right. because he hasn't pitched 2020, 2021, banged up, whatever, now, because of that, and because of his ineffectiveness this year in the postseason, wow, you you can't. How could you justify what? spending that much? The only, you know what, uh, the only thing to say is it was 2018 back then. You know what, the contracts really weren't like they were back then. I mean, the Trevor Bauer contract is really what put the pitches over that 40 million dollar mark, right? You know what I mean? Right, but look, so Degrom Degrom signed a contract. He signed it. It's not the Mets' fault. He signed it. And then he right, saw other right. guys get a lot more, and he was better. And then you figure, oh, I'm worth more than that, which he is. But you got to be able to stay healthy, too. But that that contract he signed was, what, a five-year deal that we gave him? Yeah, I forget. Fleek, do you remember the exact details on that with the DeGrom extension? What was it, $30 million or something per? Was it even five years? Maybe three years with a... Um, with an option, obviously he opted out now. But whatever it was, it was a favorable contract. Now, DeGrom did get some security. As a guy who was getting up there a little bit in the age, he did get some security. But he, the Mets also got him under control for a while. You have the details on that, Marco? Five years, $137.5 million. Ooh, that's a freaking steal. No wonder why he's ticked off. Five years, $137 million? 137.5. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Including fifty million in deferments. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry for him. He's worth, and especially then. What year was that that he signed? Um, twenty nineteen, March of twenty nineteen. Right between. So after twenty eighteen. Right. Yeah, he should have. He and now I know he. That was the, after what? One Cy Young. That but but the problem Cy was right. That was after the first one. And thanks for the call, Danny. Appreciate you checking in. The problem was, and Fleegs and Mark could get help me refresh my memory here. Problem was that he had no power. He was under team control, right? He right, was. I think one more year. I think it was after 2019. Was he originally was supposed to be a free agent? Right. So he had an opportunity to bet on himself. Had he done that? And hit the open market in 2019. And had the same season that he had in 2019 where he's healthy. He, and he wins another Cy Young. He's, right. And he's gone. Because the Mets would not have signed him. Right. He, the Wilpons still owned the team. And he would have gotten north of $250 million. Easily. Mm-hmm. Probably a seven-year deal over 250 So he made the mistake by not betting on himself and taking the chance and taking the guaranteed money. He took the security... Avoiding the injury that he wound up getting a couple of years later. Right. It just, it was bad timing. He was healthy. He would have got a big contract. But if this was, say, last year, he wouldn't have got the big contract because then he was hurt. Well, the timing on it just The timing that they signed the deal was the best time for the Mets. Right. He went out and had another Cy Young year. Right. Now, look, he did get hurt. So it's not like whatever deal he would have signed, assuming that the same thing happened, the Mets have paid him a lot of money for him not performing at all. I mean, he's been he's missed half these years. And and this year would have been making, you know, the $30 million option. It's not like that's cheap, but Scherzer got $40 million a year. DeGrom should be getting $40 million a year, assuming that he's the pitcher that he once was and can stay healthy, which is also a big assumption. But right now, I don't think you can give him anywhere near that. 
Well, after overall, 18, and so in that he ended up pitching four years in that after that extension. So, so 19, four out of the five. 20, 21, right. 22. He pitched a full season in a 19. The, the a pandemic. Fu- a full and... season in 20, even though it's only 12 games. Right. And then a little under half in 21 and 22 combined. Is that worth it for that money to get, what is that, like 70, 75% of the games played? For the Mets? I still probably think that 2019 year was worth it because it was as dominant as you as you I think, get. honestly, in sports, if you're saying somebody is playing in 70% around that of the games you they're supposed it. to, I think you sign up for and, that. And dominating. When you're looking way. at the whole four years to get right, and there's there's not a bad year of performance or anything like that in that bunch. There's, no, there's three bad starts, potentially, that you could reference. Right, in the entire four years. And yeah. they were all Atlanta, right. Oakland. I mean, they were... Pittsburgh wasn't a bad start, and the playoffs wasn't a bad start. It just wasn't vintage DeGrom. But the problem is, it's all... That's why he's mad. He should have signed a bigger deal after 18. He'd be set to go, no issue. He didn't. Then he got hurt. Now he's about to hit... The, he doesn't want the $30 million, And he should get more. I just don't know how long you could commit to him. Look, uh, You're not paying to, him over... Th- uh, to be mad, though, I mean, like, you took the security, and then you outperformed your contract. Tough. That's on you. And then underperformed after that. Well, but I mean, that's on you. You yeah. signed the con. You got big money. A 137? Hey, you got big money at the time because you were one year of arbitration. You didn't want to deal with it. You didn't want to go into free agency a year after. You were afraid of getting injured. Mm-hmm. You took the security of $137.5 million. Two years later, I don't want to hear you complain. And look, he could That's opt on out. the Mets for, for getting a good deal. Right. Right, and we'll see. If right. Aaron Judge took the extension before the season right. and then put up the season he did, he'd be ticked nobody off. Wa- but he might be ticked off. Nobody, nobody wants, wants to hear it. about right. it. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like if you look, if you bet on yourself and you win, great. If you bet on yourself and it didn't work out, sucks for you. But if but, you take the security, I don't want to hear you complain later. But there was a whole issue because Van Wagenen was his agent, so he knew what it was going to take to get a deal done. Then he flips instead of being an agent. Now he's running. That's the all still on the player. You don't have you. to sign any deal you don't want. Yeah, I agree, especially coming off that year. I get he could have sat out that year, and he might have gotten more. And just said, you know what? I'm not dealing with this. Let teams pay me for what I did a year and a half ago. And he might have gotten more money than he did from the Mets. God, and he went out there and had an even better year in 2019, or at least as good. Oh, His base salary, and $7 then, million that year. Ooh, damn! See, that's where teams win. Right. Where The other way around, where, oh, yeah, he was making $30 million and he had 10 starts. But $7 million for that year. And you know what's infuriating about the whole thing? The team couldn't get into the playoffs. Right. The team can't make the playoffs. All I said was once you need this guy to take the mound in game one. I don't care if it's a wild card, CSD, whatever. Get them to the playoffs so he can pitch in the postseason. They had two chances to have a historically great pitcher in the postseason, and they this is just it just goes to show you. And now they're in the postseason, and Degrom is nowhere near the same. He can't beat Atlanta, and then he gets you know it's not the same against the Padres. I mean, it's just he would have started Game One. Forget Scherzer, 2018, 2019 Degrom, they're starting Game One. Oh God! And then we would have been saying, pay this guy fifty million a year. I don't care if it's five years. You can't let him leave. Now it's like, eh. Can't win with them. Whatever. We'll figure it out. This playoff for, I think, maybe the Mets get in as like the sixth wild card. They had wins in the mid-80s. And you have yeah, right. DeGrom and Wheeler and Stroman in the postseason. Some guys Could they are have going into in? the bullpen. 
We got to check that. We'll t- we'll look McNeil at that real quick. And Alonzo hitting the way they did. Uh, eighteen, they stunk, right? If I'm not uh, mistaken. Yeah, and eighteen, 19, they were horrible. It was nineteen where they had the really hot two months. I wonder to if get they would have. The I wonder if they would have gotten in under the current format in nineteen because that could have been their year instead of the Nats. All right. Anyway, I know uh, sour grapes. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.